Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey, people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let Me Tell You. favor unfortunately no they didn't so with that said but here we are in episode 164 welcome everyone happy friday hi 164 164 will you still love me when i'm 64 is that how the song goes when i'm 60 i think it is 64 by the beatles i think it is is it it 64 63 by no 64 i'm sure it's 64 will you still be sending me a valentine yeah Uh uh-huh Welcome, everybody. How is everybody's week? Uh, I think everybody's week is good. I mean, we evaded a tropical storm. Oh, my gosh. This tropical Here in storm, South Florida. This tropical storm, it was so it was so perfectly like what we're used to in terms of Miami storms. Alade, 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 alade. DJs, estaba la cola, llegaba to like, you know, the other side of the no storm. No había agua. Ya se acabó el agua. I didn't even check on the toilet paper. Oh, know? yeah, that's, yeah. Eh, eh, ya la gente putting up their... The, the plywood. And, and, and what I like about these like false alarms, it's not that like, bueno, we get a little bit of wind. Right, right, right. You know, and a lot of rain and, right. you know, storm-like conditions. Even right, if it's right. not like a full-blown... 
no, but mint up in it. Right, right, right. And and every every single forecast, including you, I remember you telling me that, oh, this July 4th weekend, we're not it doing was, anything. It was going to be rainy. It, it was, was going like, to be wet. It was like perfect. No, vaya, un poco más. And it would have been like the epitome of how Fourth of July should be. Yes. Like I mean, you know, and we're cool for the summer. <laughs> exactly. With Demi exactly. You know, we're all we're all just gonna be summer lesbians. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, like, I, I yeah, I I I think that for the people who are now living in Miami from other places, they probably were like, but what is this, Chad? The hurricane <laughs> what didn't is this, Chad? come. The hurricane didn't come. Oh no. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> al lado de Chad vive Dolo, Dolores. Uh-huh. And Dolores like, mira, mijo. Dolores y Paco are t- old pros. Mira, uh, Chad. Okay, aquí ninguna cambiene. Bueno, I actually had a, 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 not a similar situation, but like I have some friends who just moved down from New York. Uh, actually, they moved down in Pleno last year, like right before the pandemic hit. Um, so I texted him. I was like, hey, are you guys, you know, are you guys ready for the storm? Or are you, how do you feel? Do you know, again, they're new to the whole scenario, right? So it's like, do you need anything, whatever? And they're like... No, we're just woefully unprepared. And I'm like, okay, but don't worry about it because nobody really prepares until like 24 hours before. Yeah. Like, 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 like that's when, it, if 24 hours before, you know, they're saying it's coming, okay, then go and, and yeah. really get everything, you know, recogido. I've already said because my house, my house is two floors and, you know, especially for the second floor, the hurricane shutters I have are those panels that you have to put, you know, that have the pre-drilled. That is horrible to put on. And listeners, right. the, those of you who have those hurricane shutters, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Some buenísimo, but they're a bitch. I, I, I eventually want to get the accordions. Impact. Oh. Which I don't like, but whatever. It is what it's it easier. is. It it's is just what easier. It is. But in the meantime, <laughs> I've already said, the, because I've already had to put them up twice. Right. And imagine, like, one time, you know, I had a friend help me, and he was, like, balancing, like, from one leg. And in the other leg, he was, like, you know, like, holding on. Like, in another leg, he... No. In no, one no. leg, he was in the ladder. and the other leg, he was in the balcony. And then he was trying to put <laughs> one of those shutters up on the second floor. And I said, you know what? The next time that I have to put this up, it's when it's, like... John Morales has confirmed. Right, it's that knocking on our door. Category five, right. coming our way. Y ya no queda and, nada. You know, it's like 200 miles an hour. Right. Then they'll be like, okay, well, yeah, okay, I'm okay. going to put the shutters up. <laughs> Let me put the, you know, it's the least I can do yeah. is put up the but shutters. But for like, even a category three, I'm not putting up the shutters. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, my sister's the same way. Because in the back, they have the second story windows. Yeah, and, and I it's believe like, your sister has the same shutters I do. Yeah, and it's like once they go up, that's it. Yeah. It's just darkness for summer. Yeah. It's like it's the opposite of how it becomes in Alaska, <laughs> where, where it's just all day. No, now it's all night. It's so interesting how like that's some that's like the whole hurricane thing. Right. That's something that we. It's so South Florida. It's so Miami that like it, you know the hurricane Pachanga. How it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like I always. It's question. not that we don't take it seriously. It's that we take it in stride. Right, but you know what? You know what I think is interesting is that. A lot of people feel the way that you and I feel, right? right? That it's like, we don't, you lose our shit. Right, right, right. right? right, right. We're not going to go Maya. and stock up the house. It's like, this happens every year. Right, right, right. Right? I, a lot of people feel that way, but yet. It's still, I think. Yet, that, people still go in complete turmoil. Like. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, who are these people? And I don't know. I think it's just like the news, the news crews just kind of wait outside for those pack of 10 people to show up yeah. so that it just looks like it's everybody i don't know no I don't no, know. no no I don't no know. bj's things got serious this oh really week. oh hey, yeah shit got real no the, like the line wrapped around the store and i'm like what are they buying chicken wings <laughs> <laughs> 
las pocas chicken wings que quedaban. Which, ah, bueno, whoever came out to which, our pop-up yes, last thank week. thank you, thank you. Thank you so Those much. Those of you who came out to our pop-up uh, last week, yeah, a week from, from, a week ago today, actually, yeah, it was uh, July 2nd. Yeah, it went really well. We sold and, out and, again. And for those of you who are loving our ping pong pollo, thank you. We have a few new things in the yes, works. Yes, yes. And we'll let you know yeah. when our next pop-up is. Yeah. Um, We're taking a break for July. Yes. There's um, a lot of things going in July, a lot of vacations and events. That's true. I'm so, like out of town for all, most of July. Yes. So yeah. I'm not, but you know, but, well, <laughs> I'll live vicariously through you. Um, so yeah, hurricane season. It's crazy. I really wonder if people that put the tape on their windows, if they really believe that something's going to, that, that, that it's helps. going to protect the house. Like, do they really believe it? Or they do it because... I think it's like a last ditch. It's a little bit like peer pressure. Like, well... Everybody's putting something up. Tengo so que hacer algo. I have to do something. Right, 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 right. right? Yeah, I think I think it's a little bit of that. Right, because I can't. Because if something happens, then shit, I didn't do anything. I can't imagine that any reasonable person thinks that thinks duct that, tape is gonna right. Putting an X of duct tape in your windows is going to yeah, stop. You're, you're actually just putting like a bullseye. Right. <laughs> stop. You know, a flying. You know, <laughs> a, a, a two by three four. or two by four or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if you think that, good. Yeah, good for you. Well, and for those of you, for those of you who, are, well, those listeners who have uh, are new to Florida, thank you for listening to. Yes, Pero yes. let me tell you, and welcome to hurricane. Welcome to hurricane season. season. After, after you survive your first hurricane season with a season with a couple of close calls, you could call yourself a true Floridian. Yeah, you you start to brush it off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know who else? Tiene esta semana un poco atormentada. The president of Haiti. Oh well, I wasn't. I was gonna say Britney, but yes, the president of Haiti. That was that was pretty bad. I totally forgot about that. Okay, yeah, he was murdered. That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. That somebody was just able to breach the you know the, I guess the presidential compound or, or wherever he lives, and just straight up assassinate him in his home. And they shot his in, wife in his sleep. Right. Yeah, I mean, they, like they also was... shot his wife, and his wife is. Did she survive? Um, or? She, they actually brought her here to Miami. Oh. She's at Jackson. So, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> man, it's a trauma center uh, for everyone. This week, the Haitian president Jovenel. I don't. I don't want to butcher the poor man. Yeah, use your French. You, you took Jovenel French. Moise. Okay. Moise. Listen, it's better than how I would have right. said it. Um, yeah, the president of Haiti. He was assassinated, assassinated. and. Um, the country is in complete turmoil, and and that look what what is very that's such an unstable country. To well, what's with. very interesting but very tragic is that you know there's in, a lot of rumors in, in other countries. A president is assassinated, and you have a plan of action. Okay, vice this, president vice steps president, in, speaker, speaker of the house, whatever. whatever right, right. Um, but here, the problem that I was reading was that. Uh, the person in succession, if the president is murdered, mm-hmm. has to be announced by parliament, and parliament there is inactive. It hasn't met in like close to two years. Why? There isn't a parliament in Haiti. So, there's, so there's no one. There, on nobody paper, has, there's right, no one to. There's like no, it's an inactive parliament, and the courts are also inactive too. Yeah. So the executive is gone. The, there's no leadership, period. Kind of, and kind of no. No, no there's, established there's, there's no established leadership. So then, of course, that opens up the gate, the floodgates to, to a coup. you know, uh, not only well, a coup, but is then, it even a coup if there's no then, president? Like three, four people claiming they are the leader. Right. So you know who's going to stop them? The courts? Well, no, the courts aren't active. Parliament? Nope. Parliament? No, the parliament. I mean, unless they do some type of referendum to. Well, no, they. 
I don't know. Do something. I don't know. Activate. <laughs> like the Wonder Twin powers? Like Wonder, uh, Parliament, <laughs> activate. activate. Parliamentary powers, activate. <laughs> but, you know, Haiti... Los pobre. They have such a, they have such a such, sad history. It's such a sad history. And I think that the fact that, you know, you have on the other side the Dominican Republic, which... You know, there are a lot of problems in the Dominican Republic, right, too. But, but comparatively. But, but comparatively, you know, the Dominican Republic is a country that has industry, that, you right, know, right. does have a middle class. There's a lot of poverty, but it does have a middle right. class. It doesn't get hit um, by a hurricane every fucking season. It, um, you know, it has, it's very big on tourism. I mean, depending on where you live. You yeah, could, say what you will about DR. Pero you tiene. Normal. You right. could live well with some type of standards. Right, right, right. Um, and, and it's the same island. And this other side of the island, it's, I mean, Haiti is the the poorest nation in the Western yeah. Hemisphere. I yeah. mean, that is insane. The poorest nation. And 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 it's such a, I mean, mira, Haiti, I, I've been to Haiti because I've been on Royal Caribbean. So their private <laughs> island, the, La, La, La Bani, is in Haiti. Right, right. But, you know, Haiti is a country that could have thrived with tourism because it has beautiful beaches and, and things like that. It has mountain ranges. It has it mountains. Has, you know. So, um, and it's just corruption after corruption after corruption. Can, it's like they can't catch a break. It's, right, it's, and the hurricane, the earthquake. Oh my God, that's right. The earthquake. Earth, yeah. Meet up between earthquakes and hurricanes, Haiti, do you know, natural do you disasters know, are this always is, rampant. This is what, I think this is a good example of like the state of Haiti um, or the continued state of Haiti. So in the 2010 earthquake, mm -hmm. um, their presidential palace was toppled. And That's I don't right. know if you had seen pictures of it. It was actually quite beautiful, the presidential palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was toppled. And France um, offered to re, you know, rebuild it and pay for it. And the government of France had to back out from that offer because they this. could not find... Any type of agency, entity, either a government Some, entity, like, like an official. a department who was capable of handling that project. Yeah. I remember. I remember hearing about this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, here, take the money. I have the money, but you yeah. just don't have a a, a, a process right. to get this done. Right. That's insane. I mean, it's, it's just... It's really unfortunate, and you know Haitians are such good, noble people. Um, and it, Con todo it's, just, lo que it's just so so unfortunate. So, um, so yes, I would say he's had a bad week. Well, yes, they've, they the, the country has but had Brittany, a bad week. Brittany's also had a bad week. So, what's happening with Brittany? Well, now? no, I mean, I know oh, conservatorship no, got. Well, now I sound like a total ditz, like saying you know after like the president of Haiti got shot. I'm like, but let's well, talk Brittany. Well, <laughs> well, it is right now. <laughs> That's right. No, yeah. Um, so aside from getting shot down, did you hear her her manager, Larry, Larry Rudolph, Rudolph, resigned? Right. Because he and says... And her attorney is, is resigning. Is too. resigning too. And Lynn, her mother, is now petitioning the court to be able to speak and allow Britney... Basically, she's petitioning the court to let Britney pick her own lawyer or I her think, own court-appointed lawyer. I think lawyer. it's going to get bad. But it's, it's going to get, get better. Yeah, you I do. I do. So? I do because I think that I'm a little upset. Sorry, before you say that, I'm a little upset at Larry Rudolph for resigning. Well, he hasn't had contact with her for two and a half years. Fair enough. But what I did not like about it is that he's like, look, because I've heard she's effectively retired. It's like, well, Brittany hasn't said that. Well, but the thing is, that, you know what I mean? Like, right. I understand that. But the thing is that 
he hasn't had contact with her in two and a, so for those of you who don't know Larry Rudolph has been Britney Spears manager I think for like the, 25 years the, the major, well all her career yeah then, yeah yeah I mean then, if not all of it like 83 at least all the all her career since we know her since, right maybe right, one more yeah. time and on so he effectively resigned this week uh, because he hasn't had contact with her in two and a half years um, and he made in his uh, resignation letter he kind of sort of mentioned that Brittany um, had effectively retired or uh, he heard that she had retired right now I under I understand that's a bit of hearsay but if he can't if she hasn't worked right or for, done anything well in all fairness last year nobody worked for well but if she hasn't for two <laughs> two and a half years right and he can't even speak to her to see what, what she wants to do so what is he going to do yeah that's true but I think that it brings a certain attention to the case that which is what I was gonna say I think that after she gave her shocking revelations, her deposition, right? That was a, um, no, it wasn't a deposition. It was just uh, she a statement. Spoke, yes, okay. a statement. Okay. Um, there's no turning back at this point. It's reached the point of no return. So okay. I think that the burden is going to be more than ever on her father's side and on the judge that they're going to have to show. Why she is in this conservatorship. Because the thing is that every single legal expert, mm -hmm. every single one that I've heard has flat out said that they don't see any evidence why she should be in a conservatorship. Right. Full blown. Like every single one, every single one, everybody that has, that knows her, even Kevin Federline. Right. Right. Said something on her behalf that she, you know, right. that she shouldn't be in this. Um, so, you know, again, they have a, a huge burden to show people why, you know, why, why? she why? should be. <laughs> and and I have to say that if you are one of these fans that you were part of the Free Britney campaign for from years ago, from and people thought that you were crazy and you were like, no, totally you know what? My hat's off to you. You were my hat's off were you to you. Right. You were on the money. Yep, My hat's off to you. You know where the proof is, though, right? Where? In Yolanda Saldiva's box. This is why I love you. <laughs> It's in the box. It's, it's in, the, in box. the box. Bueno, Yolanda Sadiva is up for parole in a few years. If she gets parole, we should go, like, you know, wait for her outside the jail and get an interview. I think that if she gets parole, <laughs> she needs to move. To what, another planet? Yeah, and, yeah, and change her name and look. Because if she, I goes, mean... back, if she goes back to Corpus Christi... <laughs> it's not going to end well for her. It's not going to no. end well for Yolanda Saldivar, who no. killed her best friend, Selena. Yeah, and nobody's going to make a Netflix series or a movie about the Yolanda yeah. story. Yeah. You know, I know we've talked about Selena before on the show, but it really is a thing that, like, her death, like, impacted so many people. Even people that weren't, like fans of hers right it but just, it just it hit them it, it really did and you know what you want to talk about latin projects selena being that at that time jennifer lopez was sort of on not i don't want to say unknown because she, but she wasn't j-lo she wasn't she was definitely not a headliner or right, any lister right, right. um and it was a story about a tejano singer that not everybody knew yeah and that movie was a total hit i mean a hit yeah like it made money hand over fist yeah and it's not like any, there was anybody. I mean, the only closest big star in that movie was Jed, Edward, Edward James, James Olmos. Olmos and I mean, he's a known. He was a known actor, but it's tampoco. It's not like anybody had ever been like, "Oh my god, did you see that new Eddie James Olmos movie?" Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, it's and and that. I mean, and that was a hit. 
yeah. it was about again a Tejano singer that not everybody knew. Um, and you know, yeah, she was murdered and made for a story. But you know, there's a lot of stories that are—I don't want to say similar, but a lot of compelling stories that, that are told that are either never told or when they're told, they don't get the time of day. So you know, I, I think it's interesting that like we were always talking about how Latin-based or Hispanic—you know, Hispanic-based projects don't do well. Right. Right. How this actually did do well, almost like in spite of the history. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, do we even know who wrote this movie, the screenplay? Um, I don't know who did the screenplay. I do know that the director was uh, Gregory uh, Nava. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a Mexican uh, right. director. Maybe he co-wrote the screenplay. I don't know who who wrote the screenplay. I'd be completely that lying. So damn good. <laughs> that movie's fucking great. <laughs> that movie is so great, and it's also it's just a commercial for pizza. Oh no, no, it is. It is. We've talked about the pizza yeah. thing. If you don't walk out of that movie wanting pizza, like I, you're dead to me. But it's it's so interesting that like if you really think about it, it's not like this big budget movie. No, or, at all. But it's just I don't know. The story is so compelling. It's so it's it's said so so interesting. Like it's said in such a I don't, digestible is not the right word. Um, Relatable, compelling, uh, uh, appealing way. Okay, like. Okay. Um. Uh, easy to ingest. <laughs> you, you're really hungry, is what I is Actually, what I'm is what I'm taking away I'm from this. <laughs> I only had a CG's uh, yogurt. Oh, Icelandic. I'm like I'm like a CG's. What? Yeah, CG's or CG's. You never had a Icelandic yogurt? Oh no, I'm not a big yogurt person. So try Icelandic yogurt. Okay, does it taste like Bjork? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've never tasted Bjork. Does the Bjork taste like duck? Probably more like Swan. Swan. More like Swan. Yes, yes. Bjork has a Swanny aftertaste. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's that. Oye, oye. Changing topics a little bit, yeah. and our listeners who follow Only in Dade will appreciate oh. this. Oye, Only in Dade's last two posts about high schools okay. caused a lot of you, ruckus. It was it was interesting to see that many people get riled up. But over you know that. what I think is interesting that we reposted the one about the high school and we got a lot of like good comments. Yeah, we got like, a lot was, of like you know like there was go, no go, hate on our go page. Rams, Purple Pride. You know, tell people telling their stories and all that. But like I I started to go through some of the comments on the Only in Dade post, but I know you went a little deeper dive. Like people got. Really, like, 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 took it really personally, almost. like, offended, yeah. So, for those who don't know, excuse me, Only in Dade posted, um, you know, an Instagram post that had six high schools, six local South Florida high schools, and it said, if you went to one of these, you're Miami, Miami elite. elite. And one of them was actually our alma mater, Southwest Miami Southwest. High. Southwest, go Eagles, um, Purple Pride. That's right. And, you know, and then it had five other ones, and whatever. It was just a silly little meme, right? And again, on ours, people just started posting like, oh my God, class of, you know, 90. Oh my God, I loved it. Oh, I remember the blah, blah. You know, like, reminiscing, right? That was not the case, necessarily, on the Only in Dade uh, post. And also, the one about the private schools. I saw that one, but I didn't do, I didn't dive too deep into it, because right. again... so it and- was, it, it was like a fill in the blank. And they posted like if, six. If you private went to this, schools. these private if you schools, you went to these private schools. Fill in the blank. You you blank or something. Right. right. Oh man, there was a lot of shade. Did it, did it get dirty? Forth. It got really <laughs> dirty. And then it was like you know anti-private school versus private school, and it was like man, how people can be. When I saw the only in Dade one, mm-hmm. I immediately got it. Right. Like I got it. I know what they were talking about. You know, and it, it was interesting because a lot of people are like. 
oh, these schools suck in football. These schools suck in sports. And I'm like, right, this is not what it was it's about. It's not what it's about. Right, right. Like, yeah. And if you thought that was what it was about, you missed the point entirely. Right. Like, I knew right away. I'm like, they're talking about, like, only in Dade culture, if right. you will. Like, only in Dade. Southwest culture. Only in Dade is literally their headquarters is on Bird Road. Right. They're talking about I, Southwest Seda, West you know, culture. You can make an argument that there were some schools that were like missing. Like, for example, Braddock wasn't there. But, but to me, Braddock is Kendall. Way Kendall. No. To me. Well, yeah, no. To me, Braddock is new. It's well, it's Braddock also new. Still, right, yeah, yeah. Even I know it's it been opened, around for like 30 years. It opened up in 1993. <laughs> but, like, to me, Braddock is still new. It's still new. But, you know, then there are people who are like, oh, there's no inner city schools and there's no that. And I understand the argument. Mm-hmm. But that but, wasn't the point but of I the post. But I think what they were trying to say was that it was like, like Cuban American, right? Like, it's the epitome of like, Guaneo, Guaneo, right. like you know. I mean, for Christ's sake, culture. Our school had two parking lots. One was called the American parking lot. And the other was called it the Cuban sure parking lot. Sure did. I it mean, sure come did. on. <laughs> I knew right away that's what they were going for, and I understand that if you're not, if you're like American or Anglo or you know anything non-Hispanic, right? You, you probably know, didn't get it. You. Didn't get it. So I I understand that, you know, not everybody interprets things in the... In right, the, the, the way they're meant. Right. But I was like, oh, yeah, like, of course. Like, <laughs> What else could it mean? Yeah. See, it was funny because when I first saw the meme and I read it and I started looking at the schools, I'm like, Southwest better be on here. And Southwest it was, was the bottom one. Bottom corner, yeah. But it was. Yeah, yeah. but and it was I'm there. Like, it had... To, that was what I did, too. I mean, that's what they call our school, Southwest Era. That's Southwest Era. Or South Ref. South Ref. It used right. to be called South Ref. It, it was. They were talking about refy Cuban culture. Like, right. Which is totally Miami. Right. Right. There's other cultures that permeated Miami, but that is certainly a, a, a part of the collective of the Miami diaspora. Oh, diaspora. Right. Good word. Right. Um, but people got very, defensive. they got very heated. They, they got, got very, very heated. heated, but I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm proud of our listeners and our, and our followers for not allowing that to be the case. Yes. So, so only indeed ruffled some feathers, ruffled some feathers aside from, you know, posting <laughs> burning cars. <laughs> They've graduated. They're okay, you know something else that only in Dade. They posts? started posting a lot of uh, boats that yes. sank over no, the no, weekend. No, 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 no. But only in Dade makes me realize that I need to go to more pool parties. Yeah, we don't get invited to many pool parties. No, but I think a lot of these pool parties are like open to the public. They're like the SLS has a pool party. Oh well, yeah, that's on like any like Saturday. Okay, yeah. like let's go. Okay, you just tell me when. I'll go. I was like, I need to go to more pool parties. I don't have a kid. I'm free all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have other. Matters. That's what I'm saying. Between you know, between I know Tristan does you know basketball. There's play dates. There's all that you know. Right. It's it, no. That's that is wings. There's that, right. Parents, that is that is not my world. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know who went to a couple of the schools that were mentioned on that post. Okay. Ulysses Diaz, our yes. guest this week. He's awesome. <laughs> He is so great. He is. Like, I have to say, in you know, he, he recently had a title fight. He may not have won the title, but God damn it, it was not through lack of passion. And he has a Guinness World He has a Guinness World so Worker, so you know what, whatever. Did you see the fight? I, I hate to say I didn't. Okay. I saw, like, in the recaps. Let me tell you something. If they had not stopped that fight, I think he would still be there. <laughs> Like yeah. going at it. El día siguiente, el. I did see that. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He. I, I mean, I even texted him, and I'm like, "Oye, are you okay?" Like, I mean, I'm seeing the picture, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm good. It's all good, or whatever." And I'm. But that, but that's him. You know what I mean? Like, it's that passion and that and that drive. So, um, you know, we we got a chance to talk to him for the second time. Yes. This time was just about him. The last yes. time he was here with Only Indeed. Yes. 
And you know what? Mira, we had an only a date topic and I didn't even like... You didn't even put I, two and two together. Yes, at that <laughs> so, Ulysses Diaz is this week's guest. Here you go. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, guys, and we are back with, uh, well, actually, he's a repeat guest. Really, we've got to think about oh, it that yeah, way. He is, he is. He's a repeat guest, right? He is, yeah. He was your special guest last time, um, but this time he is not here as Heather Locklear in Melrose Place. He is here <laughs> on his own. We have with us Ulysses Diaz. Thank you so much for joining us, man. man. Thank you for having me again, guys. I truly appreciate it. Wait, I'm so glad that we were finally able to lock something in. I know yes. you've been you've been busy, which is a good thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I've been, I've been uh, really busy, which is a, is a great thing, but yeah, we know we made time we got it here today so before we get into the whole conversation i want to bring up something that you mentioned or in the you know previous interview when you were hanging out with only a date so tell us again the world (laughs) record that you hold uh i I have the fastest knockout in combat sports history they have it marked down right now at three seconds but if you review it it's like 1.52 seconds i'm arguing that right now with guinness book of world records We've never met anyone who's argued with Guinness. <laughs> I've argued with a glass of Guinness beer. <laughs> I, I, I told you that evening. It's like, man, for the people who paid for that fight, they were like, coño. Yeah. Like, this, start, this ended before it started. Yeah. Like, luckily, luckily, there was 10 fights on that card. So, you know, mine oh, was just okay, one okay. of them. Okay. Yeah, but you know, but they paid to be a part of history. Right, yeah. right. There's they that. didn't realize it, but they did. <laughs> right. I, you, know, you know what happened that night to a lot of people, and a lot of friends of mine, too. They were there watching the fight, uh, you know. That we got the introductions made. We come to the middle. We touch gloves. You know how you gotta you gotta kind of look back to see where your seat's at before you sit down. It happened, and they were like, "What happened? Yeah. What the fuck just happened?" You oh, know, shit. a so, lot of people missed it standing there. So let me ask you that. I mean, I've never boxed. Yeah. So um, when you went for it, did you like realize that this was gonna happen? Did, were you like thinking of that? Second and a half. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, I totally knocked this guy out. That was absolutely the game plan. I was, uh, I reviewed tape on, on all my opponents. I, I saw tape on him. He, you know, he was a taller guy. 
whenever you uh, whenever you put pressure on him or attacked him, he did exactly what he did to me, which was uh, extend his arms out, put his chin up in the air. So me and my coach practice this move over and over and over. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna throw a little punch here and just come with that big power punch. And uh, it's funny, I was talking about that today with, uh, with one of my teammates. And uh, you know, and I made history with that. That punch came over the top, landed on his chin, and I saw his eyes roll back, and I knew it was, you know, I knew it was over, man. And the whole second and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was like the longest second yeah. and a half ever. Yeah. But he, and then so he fell, and then I fell trying to fly over the fence because I was so excited. My adrenaline was through the roof. I love it. It's the only it's the only time a man in history has ever been happy an event ended in three. You know seconds. what? Yeah. I think that he's exactly. the only Guinness World Record holder we've had on the show, and probably the, first... the only one we will ever have. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how many there are. The next one we'll have will probably be for something stupid, Lo- like longest nails or something, or whatever. Or like... No, because then I have to look at them, and that's gross. <laughs> the person who could eat the most cupcakes in like five yeah. minutes, whatever. Yeah. You know. Challenge accepted, Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, you know, last time you know it was more of a quick conversation so this time you know we want to get to more you know like who you are and all how all this started so tell us a little bit about like you know where you grew up who you are and how did you start boxing because I feel that this is something that like you know did you have like a dream when you were a kid to be a boxer did you fall into it tell us how all this started so I was born and raised in a county of Dade yeah born in Miami man you know uh Born and raised with a single mom, a great mother, still around to this day, thank God. Uh, she worked her ass off to keep clothes on my back, a roof over my head, so I had a lot of time to myself. Got in tons of trouble. I, I loved fighting from the moment, as long as I can remember, I loved fighting. I was never a bully, never picked on people, but always had, was always there for my friends, always stood up for, when problems weren't mine, I made sure they were mine. I made was mine, saying, you know? I'm not going to start a fight, but I'll end it? Yeah, and I loved doing that, you know? I loved it uh, back in the day, and, and fighting got me into a lot of trouble, got me kicked out of school, got me sent to juvenile detention centers, I, I went to prison as a young man. I grew up on the street doing street things, never had a father, never had an uncle, and I don't say it's for a pity trip, I just never did, it's the truth. Never had cousins, never had any male figure in my life to tell me, yo, go this way, go that way, you're, you're good at this. You know, I, I was always an, an, always an athletic kid. I got into amateur boxing at, at a young age. I, I, 19, 20 years old, I was amateur boxing, but at that time I already had two kids, so it's hard to do something pay your way through something and try to manage a family and still you don't yeah, know i don't know yeah. what to do i had no skill sets so um try to figure it out on my own got in trouble um came out of prison uh worked with pit i went i went around the world as pit security you know that was, For that those was, who don't know pit being mr 305 yeah, mr worldwide Pitbull. right 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 <laughs> you know i i got i was how is that I grew up with him, man. He's still my brother to this day, man. We, uh, you know, I met him when I was 11 years old in middle school. We got like this from day one. I lived with him. Matter of fact, when I was doing my amateur boxing, I was living in the same house as him and his mom. I was living with them. Um, same he's, as us. You've never yeah. taken me on tour. <laughs> but, but then again, I'm not Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> this is also true. All right, all right, all right. So, um, you know, he's been a great mentor, motivation in my life, inspiration in my life. I still talk to him to this day. You know, still get a lot from him. Uh, I just turned 40 a couple weeks ago. At 35 years old, I was in Colorado. I was part of the, the gold rush, you know. <laughs> and I had this come to God moment, this epiphany where I'm like, yo, I finally, for the first time in my life, I did some math on my, on my you know, on my life. I was like, damn. 10 years from now, I'll be 45 years old, and I'll still be stuck in the same shit with the same people. And I and I and it brought me to my knees, bro. And I was like, I don't, I don't I, this isn't for me anymore, bro. I'm done with this shit. It, it's it, it's just tiring. And at that time, I was training in Colorado. That same day, that same day, I packed my stuff up, flew to Miami, uh, started training down here. I was at Fifth Street Gym down at the beach. I had a coach of mine. I, when they opened that gym, I was there. Um, right before New Year's of 2017, I told him like, Yo, I, I'm ready to take a fight. 
He's like, you sure? How long like, yeah. have you been uh, training at that point? At that point, I mean, on and off for, for years, but at that point, steady, maybe about three months. Okay. About three months like steady. Seriously, quote Seriously, uh, seriously, every day, six days a week. And I go, you know what, man? I'm ready to take a fight. It was more like a bucket list thing. It was, uh, I'm going to take a picture for Instagram, tell my kids I did it. You know, I have something for them to be legitly proud of, proud of you know what I mean? Because up until that moment, I lied to them their whole life. You know, the dad's uh, this and dad's that. But it was all lies. You know, I was living a lie. So they come back after I told them I wanted to fight. They come back about two days later, told me, hey, there's a fight in Dominican Republic. Uh, uh, and it was like 35 days away from the time, from that time shit. they told me. I'm like, oh, shit. It was a reality check. And uh, I'm not going to lie. It was a, a moment of nervousness, you know, and, and are you ready for this? And and that's it. I had to bite down. I went I went to Dominican Republic. Uh, I, I, I fought. I won by first round knockout. And it was like... The best high, best drug, best anything I've had in my life. And this was this was actually like boxing. This was boxing. Was this this okay, was boxing. Right. Yeah, and uh, that was four and a half years ago, man. And here mm -hmm. I am, four and a half years later, with the fastest knockout in combat sports history. Uh, I'm I'm ranked number one in the world middleweight for bare knuckle boxing. It's an amazing life, man. You, I feel that you know most people will probably think that boxing is such a dedicated sport that you got to dedicate your life to from you know from what you eat to how you train and all that um well, you absolutely a, do yo we saw him eat like yeah. on the schedule right now <laughs> but but that like you're kind of bred to do and it's interesting that you are so successful and so known now and you hold this record and this is kind of like a i don't want to say that you were old at 35, but like a second act. Oh no, guys! Uh, yeah, guys in boxing. Uh, guys in boxing are retired at my age. You know, I started when people are retiring. I was definitely looked down upon. I was definitely told a million times that I wasn't gonna go anywhere. And now all those people that told me that weren't on my side are now, you know, on my side, and uh, and they want to take pictures with me, and they want, you know, they can't get a piece of you enough. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And you know what? My whole life, man, even as a kid and everything, I remember looking back, and I always, I always lacked structure in my life, but I always wanted structure in my life. I always a schedule and doing things. Once I got into boxing, and once I I went pro, and I found that this was structure in my life, and I left everything behind. It was amazing. Uh, you do have to change your lifestyle and, and drop a lot of things. And this is a, a, a thing where you have to live in the moment. You cannot be outside of that moment for one second because you'll ne get knocked the hell out. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Literally well, and figuratively. Literally, right, literally, right, 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 right. Well, I, mean, I, I know you had to drop a lot of things, but I'm just going to go ahead and give her a shout-out. You picked up something pretty damn oh, awesome Oh, yes, here. yeah, we, no, big shout-out to her. No, Ashley great. Over here. She's been a big motivator for me, inspiration for me. She's been amazing. She helps me out with my diet. You know, she keeps me in, on, in line with everything. She's been awesome. For those who don't know... Um, you know his girlfriend Ashley is a WWE diva, so yeah. I'm actually AKA Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. So I was. I don't know if it feels weird calling her by her by her like professional <laughs> yeah, name, like when she's too. sitting here hanging yeah. out with us, right? It's yeah. like it's yeah. weird. But yeah. uh, WWE diva, no big deal, right? <laughs> Again, like I said when I met her, I'm like I've never met anybody who has their own action figure. Yeah. Um, Me but, neither until I met her. That was cool. So two first today on the show. Yeah. So many Guinness World yes. Record action figure. Action yeah. figure. Yeah. But does does that kind of help with with this lifestyle? In, oh, in, in the sense because now it's. Too athletes who are really like you know on on your game you know man i listen it's it's a blessing brother i, I it's, it's amazing to have her in my life she uh she's very disciplined she's very structured she like i said she keeps me in line i never had that in my life so being with her um she's very uh very knowledgeable on everything you need to do like like on how, you know how much sleep you need how much uh, how to eat what time i need to eat so she's been a blessing in my life amazing love you babe <laughs> oh, so, sweet. so getting back to, to you know to, to the boxing of it all right like okay 
I know that as we're recording this, you've you've got a match coming up. Yes, sir. Right? Is that the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Match. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't know these phrases. <laughs> um, so what is this upcoming match like? But yeah. actually, I want to kind of talk about the one that DJ earlier called a uh, a public service. So I have a couple of things I do for the community. One of them is called Fighting Versus Hunger. I, f- I go out and I feed the uh, homeless people. We team up with local businesses. We did it all through COVID. When businesses were hurting, uh, small businesses were hurting to, to get money for revenue, you know, selling food. I had the Miami Dolphins get involved and they bought a bunch of meals from different restaurants and we would go out and feed the people. Um, now I had Ray's Pizza involved, uh, Lucila's Cakes involved, oh, nice. which is, yeah, it's amazing. You had me it's at amazing. Cakes and Pizza. I branched off of that and I got a thing called Monster Brawl now where I get, uh, you know, I put out the, the flyer and I get people, non-sanctioned fights. These are non-pro fighters, either amateurs or people who have no experience whatsoever. And you come in and we put you in for three two-minute rounds and uh, it's in a ring. Uh, we have commentators, and it, we make it look like you're actually fighting, something you've uh, never experienced in your life. You're going to come in and do it. Let out a little, a little stress. I keep it safe. We have a referee in there. Make sure, you know, it's, it's fun. It's real, but we keep it fun. We don't want nobody to get hurt. It's not like you those know. backyard YouTube videos. No, 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 no. Like far that. from okay. that. Have far you from ever that. Had anybody yeah, come far. in that yeah. you're like, Coño, you could tell this guy's having a really bad day. Just go like, <laughs> like, yeah. buck wild. Oh, like no, no, shit. yeah, like, yeah, no. They get in there and it's little barn burners, bro, and haymakers. And, you know, it, it's people throwing punches you don't even see coming there from their back. And it's crazy. <laughs> and and it's great, man. And everybody leaves there in a great mood, man. You know, I, I know, I mean, you know, since we've been kids, we've been hearing, yo, you're, you're mad to go punch your pillow or something like that. Now we put somebody in front of you that's moving around trying to punch you back. <laughs> And it's a hell of an adrenaline rush, man. And six minutes of your life, bro, it changes your life. What you know kind what I mean? of requirement do they have to? I mean, I'm just hoping they have to yeah. be certain. Aside They're, from the fact that they have to probably sign like a waiver that's yes, like 80 yes, we, pages long. You know, it's a one-page waiver, real small, you know, thing. Like, you know, we, you are liable for anything that happens here, obviously. Um, See, the parte la cara don't come crying to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we got, uh, we got uh, um, uh, uh, medics on deck. Watch your step there. I almost <laughs> fell back. We almost had a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> we almost had a backflip. But no, man, it, like I said, it's a great way for people to let out aggression and not be on the streets like you see all this shit on, uh, like, been happening in South Beach and fights and right, all that on the street. Right, right. And, and we... we, we we take that aggression, we bring it in here, we put it, we put gloves on you, and uh, by the time you leave there, like I said, six minutes later, you're uh, come out a happy person, man. It's <laughs> something I've always been interested in, like the world of boxing. So, you know, when they have these press conferences and these weigh-ins, and you're there, you know, trash with the press talking. in front, in front of you, trash talking yeah. each other. How much of that is true? Because I'm sure that in in this sport, like in any sport, you've had opponent opponents that you respect. Right. You know, um, even if you're there to like literally beat their ass you respect them how much of that trash talking is like true and how much of it is like well i never trash talk nobody i like to talk, call myself a gentleman of the sport i respect everybody and anybody i guess there in, in that ring with me is uh you know a warrior just like i am um because at the end of the day no matter anything you say no matter what name you call me no matter what you think you're gonna do no no, no it counts for nothing until we're in there and you show me like the guy that i had the three second knockout uh he was talking trash about me Made him swallow everywhere in less than three seconds. And and I come from an era, I'm an old school guy, like I said. Uh, I, you know, I, I was in gangs at one point in my life. I come from the street. And uh, trash talking, uh, people show up at your door. Like, you know what I mean? You can talk you all know, you want. You know people reality. Right. Reality check, you know? You know, I'm also curious in terms of, like, you know, we know we can imagine, like, the physicality that you have to, um, tra- in terms of training for a fight. Talk to us a little bit about the headspace, like, in, you know, three hours before the fight, an hour before the fight. 
what is your focus? How do you focus? Because I imagine that's a, like a lot to do. That's a great question. That's a great question. Uh, that is uh, 90% of the battle. So I'm five weeks, as we record this today, um, I'm five weeks out from the fight. Uh, right now it's all physical and mental. You know, I'm getting prepared. I, you have to cut weight. I still gotta, I started, I still gotta get to a certain weight. I gotta get to 175 pounds. That is more of a mental battle for me, right? So once I get there, that's the, the weigh-in is the day before the fight. Once I get there and I know I'm on weight and I get on that scale and I make the weight and the fight is secured, uh, I have disease over me, you know? There's always a sense of nervousness. Any fighter that says that, that they're not nervous or anything like that, it's bullshit. You know, any, everybody has their, their uh, you know, quote-unquote butterflies because uh, you're stepping into a ring with another guy who knows what they're doing themselves. I am very blessed in the sense that my coach has uh, oh, 26, uh, and I'll be soon to be 27 world champions under his belt. He's been, in the, he's been coaching boxing for 40 years. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's a legend in the sport. Forget the physical training. He's a legend in that. But when it comes to the mental space and how he talks to me and how he prepares me and the things he tells me uh, to, to make me coast into this thing and to make me feel like I'm, I'm, I'm more powerful than anybody uh, in front of me, you know, and that's a huge asset to me, you know. So it's, it's, it's a, that was, you know, headspace is a big thing when it comes to fighting. So switch. So like I mentioned, you have a podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, Don't blink. Don't blink podcast. That's true. It's been how many episodes now? I uh, I'm going on 18 this Friday. I have Lorena Garcia, the chef from Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Lorena, yeah. yeah she's awesome. I'm gonna have her on this Friday. She'll be uh, 18. It airs every Tuesday at 7:30 on YouTube. Don't blink podcast. And that was born from the three second knockout, <laughs> because in my press conference, like I said, I manifested that knockout. I have a video of her saying days prior to the fight oh don't you know don't miss this fight it's gonna be it's gonna be the uh, world record i'll show you the video now when we finish so um and then in my press conference three days before the fight i got up there and i go you know hey guys you know remember uh watch when you watch my fight don't blink my, my fights finish fast and boom they have finished fast and then don't blink was born destiny you imagine those people that like went up to like the bat go to the bathroom <laughs> <or> like- <laughs> And they came back and it was like it was long over because it was, was oh, no, a second they were, and a half. They were on. You know? They were they were like now the next one. No, yeah, they're like you know people who called. Hey, where's the fight? Like, oh no, Yuli's walking out. Oh, okay, okay, perfect. I'll make it. <laughs> and when they get nope. there, there's another fight going on. Like, what happened to Yuli, brother? <laughs> he made history. <laughs> That's what happened to Yuli. That's what happened to Yuli. But so, what inspired you to, to start a podcast? And because I mean, most people wouldn't associate you know like a boxer, a fighter with mm. let's sit down and have a chat, right. right? And I told you you know before we started recording that. I listened to a couple of your episodes and I, I genuinely loved it. Like I and and I know it sounds like I'm being faint praised, but it's like I was genuinely surprised because I think a lot of times people start podcasts because it's the quote unquote thing to do and it's just weird. It's not genuine, there's no structure. But yours is is good. Like I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you very much. And uh what made me start it is uh you know, as you can see as we're having this conversation here, I like talking to people. And uh, one of the things is, like you mentioned, that people, they see me and they get the, the scary demeanor. I know from the outside, it looks scary. I got dreads, tattoos on my head, gold teeth. You know, I got the... Your the, Instagram name has monster in it. Right, right, right. They call me the monster. I like to say I'm only the monster in the ring. Outside, I'm a teddy bear, man. I love to be great to people and people, uh, you know, they reciprocate that. They're great to me. So I love, I love having conversations. Uh, and I got my co-host, Too Nice. He's an artist himself. He's, he's a music guy. Great at conversation himself. Before it was called Don't Blink, I, st- I, I, I had a mock podcast with a couple other friends great guys got their own thing going on they're very good but our schedules were off so i didn't see it working um me and two nights work together already he's uh he does a lot with me with my fighting world with my from my merch to 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 marketing to a bunch of things 
One day we just we sat down, just me and him did a mock up podcast with no guest. Killed it. We're there for an hour talking crap. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you're my guy, bro. You're you, you know you're around me all the time. We know each other. Um, let's do it. You and can't fake chemistry. You can't fake chemistry, man. And uh, and here we are going into episode. Uh, we just had uh, our episode 17 was Enrique Santos that airs this Tuesday. Oh yeah, yeah, awesome. He's amazing, That's man. Awesome. You know. Oh, and, so, and, and and by the way, you don't scare me, and I mean that in a, the best possible <laughs> thank way. Thank you. <laughs> because people that are like filled with tattoos and stuff like that, that tend to be very authentic. Right. And I, you know, I'm in the law world. People in suits are the ones that I think are the worst. People hey, in like you're the right. They say that the, the biggest crooks wear suits. Clean cut. people you want to like run away from. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? And, and I, I feel like uh, people, and not, this is not like to, to pat myself on the back or nothing, but people like me that have tattoos on their head and and have their look, and and then we don't. Uh, care about what anybody else thinks are, are you know more authentic no yeah, more authentic you're not into that bullshit exactly of, you know, the posturing yeah how's my hair look <laughs> looks lovely as always <laughs> thanks guys nice little top knot on uh, up <laughs> yeah, there yeah no uh, you gotta see the comment section of when i knock this guy's like oh he got knocked up by a guy with a with a man bun <laughs> 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 no, no, the comments are the best. I sit there and the fucking crack up, man. Sorry for the bad words. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, said, we, we've said worse. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're, you've got a, a, a championship or yes. a title yes, match. Yes, I have, a, t- up, I have right? a title fight. So, okay, so let's see. Title fight. Yes, sir. Podcast. Yeah. Philanthropy. Hot girl. Check, 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 check. Life is great, man. Life is great. Life yo. is amazing. Like, seriously, like, what, what, what's left? What yeah. else? No, what's no next? complaints, man. And you know what? Um, everything, like I said, good things happen to good people. Uh, I've, I've been trying to do good, and I've been trying to uh, be the best person I can be. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. That's what I grew up with. And I feel like he's he's uh, he's blessing me, man. You know, I have great people around me, from, from my woman to my mother to my coach to my children. Uh, to being with you guys, man. You guys are great people. You know, and having these opportunities, it, it's just life is good, man. No, but I think it's awesome, you know, the, the philanthropy side of it and that you're giving something back because, you know, somebody like you, especially, uh, you've been very successful really quickly. And, like, we're talking about, like, mega success, right? right? You know, that you know it, that could have easily gone to your head. Right. And you could have been a cocky, you know, <laughs> son you, of a bitch. You know, you know what? You know, I, and it didn't. It actually made you even more grounded and now yeah. wanting to give back. Especially for so. people who've had, you know, a, a rough life right no, yeah. you, you can imagine them just being like fuck everybody it's all for me you now. know what i get asked this question a lot like oh well, don't you think don't you wish you would have done this at 25 i'm like no because i would me at 25 would have messed this all up hasn't anything got to me why haven't it changed as the as a person the inner person who i am it's because i happened to me as a as a man as an adult i've been through all the bs you can't come to me with no bs so i've uh, i've stayed you know i've stayed the same and, I, and i'm gonna stay the same as long as i'm as i'm here which i'm hope, hoping is a long time <laughs> We I'm hope a, it's a long time I, too. I just turned 40. I hope to be 140 one day. You know what I mean? 40 is the new 30. That's right. <laughs> I, we have to believe that. Yes. <laughs> As a rule. Hey, and, and I know we're all Eagles here. In the, in the, That's right. Yeah, we're all yeah. Eagles. That's, right. That's, right. That's, That's right. awesome. Westchester, baby. Yep. <laughs> Telling you guys, Westchester's listen. Yeah, Westchester's where it's at. Westche- hey, yeah, if you put the R in the back and the end of it, you're not from from Westchester. But see, that was what happened. I had to interview the, the actor Danny Pino. And he's from Westchester. And yeah. he even said it because I heard him on another interview where he was talking about where he's from. He's like, yeah, I'm from, you know, from Wechete. And I was like, I told him, I'm like, 
the fact that you said Wichete and not Westchester, he's like, bro, yeah. if I said Westchester, yeah, none of my yeah, Wichete yeah, people yeah, would yeah, know yeah, what the fuck exact, I was talking about. Exactly. It's funny because if you say, like, Westchester, it it's sounds New very... It's no, like that's New York. York. Exactly. That's New York. Yeah, yeah. you're from New York. It sounds like very, like, yeah, like bougie in a way. Waspy. Yeah. But it's like, oh, You know what? You know that sign in front of Tropical Park that says, welcome to Westchester? I'm going to knock the R off of that. Somebody, anybody's listening, go knock the R off of that. But you should do it because ain't nobody going to challenge you to do it. Hey, you know what's awesome, man? Uh, you know, a kid from Westchester uh, to be where I'm at now. Uh, I I love our better. Shout out to to our betters, David. Our yeah, better. I saw your picture the other day. Exactly, man. They they they. I put my picture up there. That's an amazing thing, man. I've been going to our betters for as long as I can yeah. remember, and now I'm in there. My picture's there. People call me like, yo, look at you. Know? And that, and that they're amazing, awesome. Man. That Dave is awesome. Dave is yeah. okay. no. Dave, Dave is, is amazing, man. Because Dave's I think amazing. it would have been so disappointing that you grew up on our betters and then you meet the owners and they're like yeah. awful people. No, <laughs> like, bro. Hey, know, sweetheart, so, man. So, and he was he was very supportive of us yeah. from day one. Yeah. Like from day one, he was like, oh, come do your show here and, and you know whatever whatever he, he was he was great that'd be awesome if you ever do a show our better i'd love to be yeah. on it man yeah. oh, so the other day too shout out we know you love our better yeah yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah um the other day man shout out to my boy jerry from tax pros man uh i go eat at our betters i'm with my two little ones and uh i see jerry there jerry you know tax pros is right across, across the street, the street yeah so I see Jerry there. Jerry's my guy. Jerry, what's up, brother? And he's like, hey, look who I'm meeting with. It's when I look over, it's Manolo. It's, uh, it's uh, Manolo from Scarface. Um, oh, Stephen Bauer. Stephen Bauer. Stephen Bauer. Bauer. So I look over, I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I'm a huge fan, of course. You know what I mean? But I don't want to bother him. So I'm like, oh, shit. I shake his hand. Go inside. Mm-hmm. I eat. Get my food. I'm eating with the kids. I guess when I'm in there, I'm doing my thing. Uh, you know, Jerry's showing him who I am. Showing him a knockout. So as I'm leaving, Stephen Bauer comes up to me and says, yo, I want a picture with you. I go, what? I want one with you, bro. It was amazing. You know? It there was, was a super lot cool. of Miami yeah. happening at yeah. our yeah. better side day. Yeah. Yes. I'm yes. just saying. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, where else? I mean, where else in Westchester? Right, right, right. That's the heart of Westchester, right there. I mean, Bird Road in '87. I exactly. Mean, a lot more which it did than that. Exactly. <laughs> <You know>? Exactly. <laughs> Down the street from you know Southwest. You exactly. Know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah exactly. On the corner. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, pretty much. But when, oh yeah, Ulysses. From the moment that we met you, when you when you came with Only and Dade, we said it. We're like, we need to have you back. We need to just chat with you because we we just loved your vibe. We loved your energy. We knew it was something an interview there was a, a story and we we're so glad that we were finally able to make it happen um dude you know what like you said you've got a certain look but the reality is that you know peel back that layer and then it's just it's a good guy you know you. cannot wish you enough success thank you so much man i truly appreciate it you guys I, I truly appreciate the opportunity you know i'm glad we didn't talk about burning cars like we did last time with only day <laughs> well that's because only and date, that's their burning yeah, yeah 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 no, <laughs> no 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 and, sh- <laughs> hey, and shout out to only and date man that's family you know uh i'm that's my that's that's my people um you know shout out to all the people that that support me and love me thank you to all my sponsors you know uh thank you thank you guys for this opportunity for real man it's awesome it's awesome to have this conversation with uh wait we guys we're all cut cut from the same cloth we're the same neighborhood man we grew up with the same shit we see the same people you know uh much success to you guys Awesome that you know you you got the law on the side also, so it's awesome. He's so man. thrilled about yeah. that. If you asked me five years ago, I wouldn't be thrilled about it. Now I am. You know, what I mean? it's awesome to have a DJ on my side. Go and you know what? Right. You know what? Let's just let's keep this in mind. After I win the title, next one is at Our Betters. We'll do the interview at Our Betters. Well, we well, well we hit a, a okay, CEO well, and well, a all he around. Just, he, he just, just said it. He just made our calendar. Yeah, right, he right. Right, right. Locked in, guys. <laughs> And we're back. Yep. So yeah, he no. is the example of somebody that can look mean and intimidating, but is a teddy bear. 
Yep. And speaking of Teddy Bear, I also want to give a congratulations to him and Dana Brooke. They just recently got engaged. Yeah. His girlfriend, uh, wrestler Dana Brooke, her name is Ashley. Um, they got engaged. So yeah, congrats. That's a pedigree. Like, <laughs> right? If they have kids, yeah, my mom is a wrestler. My uh, a wrestler. My dad's a boxer. My dad's a boxer. Like, yeah. here, I'm going to be a CPA. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm gonna do taxes for a living. For a living, I'm like, I don't want that that life. I I, right. I want something a little more calm. Yeah, <laughs> bringing imagine bringing someone to meet the parents. That would be fun. Yeah, but he's awesome. He's awesome, yeah. and, and he's such good people. So, um, I'm happy we we got to spend some time with him. So, yep. um, well, I'm thirsty. Yes, and hungry. So. so. Uh, I'm actually going to give a repetitive last soda. Okay. But I'm just going to give my last soda this month again. Uh, well, this week, I'm sorry. Again, to the first responders at the Surfside Collapse. Well deserved. Um, I Those men, buy a, We should go buy actual there, sodas and take it to like them. There's no words at this point. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, This week, they had to make the hard decision of uh, transitioning from search and rescue to recovery to recovery yeah. and um you know the mayor daniela Levinkaba, you could tell that she is just not only is she broken but she's just emotionally yeah drained it, it's like, a, it's affecting like she, it, it, she's yeah. taking it she's, she, she's internalizing she broke it down um this really? week she did when she was talking about the the transition mm-hmm. um, i love that the, the the interpreter for the deaf though looks like tori amos <laughs> the redhead yes yeah um <laughs> <laughs> Only you can make a joke about that, you know, this comment. But it's just, I can't just, I, I can't imagine the men and women that are doing yeah. that. The physic, first of all, the physicality of it that they are on top of this rubble in the sun, you know, the rain, because the rain, it did rain, moving all this like heavy. You know, from heavy um, cinder blocks and cinder blocks and, 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 and cement furniture, and rebar, and, and all that, and personal belongings of people to finding the deceased. Yeah. I mean, oh, the firefighter just, that found his daughter. That's just there's just no word. So, all these people deserve all the you know praise and all the um, you know good good thoughts, prayers, good energy sent to them. Yeah, because they they really are doing God's work. They I really mean, are. It's just. I can't even fathom what those people are going through, what they think of when they put I their head do down I at night do and, and sleep. Um, and, and, you know, this whole Surfside tragedy, like, I can't think of a bigger tragedy locally, at least. Yeah, in the last seven months. Because even when we went through Hurricane Andrew, that it was bad and there were people that died, like, it, it, it wasn't like, I feel it wasn't like this because... Well, for starters, it was a natural disaster, and, and this, which is like, always different. These people were at home, and it was like the entire family got wiped out. Right, like, right. It's just so tragic. And, and I have to tell you that like, it, it's one of these things that it's hard to like go on with your day in your life and, you know, whatever yeah, just moments just, of just, joy you may have. Yeah, just and, next. And like, think about what's going on only a few miles down the street. So, you know. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Well, my last soda is going to be a little different. Um, so uh, yesterday, I actually went with my oldest nephew to the Marlins Dodger game because that's what oh, he wanted. Yes. That's what he wanted for his birthday. So got him tickets, and we had a great time. Part of the reason I had such a great time is because there was a gentleman sitting next to me. I don't know his name, but he's getting my last soda. He was an older Cuban guy who you could tell lived and breathed the baseball. Marlins. 
the whole time it was like you know dale dale pero qué es eso pero qué yo no entiendo este juego de pelota qué era la paloma qué da la croqueta and I at one point he like moved his arm and he almost like hit me and his wife was like think we have I'm like he's perfectly fine and I told him señor you're like the most enjoyable part of this game mm-hmm. and so I just, he he was he started laughing and he's like no no disculpa se llama Neto Ernesto, Ernesto. He's like, no, disculpa. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. Oh, I took video because then he moved a couple seats forward. So I have video of him like right when the Marlins got like a home run. It was the greatest thing in the world. And I always say like, I hope to one day be as passionate about anything as people get passionate when they're watching sports. Yeah. But the thing about what that that's great, and it's and um, that, and that to me was just like you know what I'm going to give him the last soda because it was it was but enjoyable. It, 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 sports brings that out in people because, and he was I, and he wasn't obnoxious about I've it seen either. People that don't care about sports at all, right? I get like that at, at, at basketball games. In, like I get that at basketball games. Yeah, like lose your shit in like a, a playoff yeah, or in yeah. a championship game, and it's like you know. It's fun to watch. Yeah. But that's a good one. And Neto's a good one. And Neto. So, and Neto. I actually took video, so I'll probably post it because you don't oh, see his okay. face. Okay, so. good, 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 good. So, that, that, that was a good one. So, yeah. well, everyone, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. Um, remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a great, great weekend. Uh, pero Friday, pero weekend. Woo! Uh, pero everything. Pero everything. <laughs> Have a great one. All right. Good Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 